And, and so it's, it's taking um, the, the time to start to do the work to change how you look at the world and how you look at yourself first and making those internal changes. And, and then everything is a reflection of that. So your life, your business, um, your relationships. Um, and so from a practical standpoint, it starts with what you're thinking and how you're thinking and how you're, you're viewing the world. It's the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Join us as we discover the good things that are happening all around us and what we can do to bring even more good to our communities. Life is like a box of assorted chocolates. But what swirls in my head? Donuts from boxes. Both go with the concept. Never know what you'll get unless you were open. Welcome to the Perpetual Good Podcast. This is Kenneth Hopkins, and I'm really excited to bring this part two of my interview, my conversation with Anthony Ware, who is the founder of Aware Catalyst and founder of Mental Health. I, I, I've been listening to this over and over again, and I keep getting more stuff out of it, more stuff for me. And these last two episodes, Anthony is focused on what is happening in the founder and the entrepreneur community, but there is so much in here that we can apply to our personal lives, especially now with the stresses of the holidays, of the election, of everything that is going on around us. There's a lot of things that we can take from this, a lot of tools that we can take from this. So I want to get right back into it. Again, this is part two of my conversation with Anthony Ware, founder of Aware Catalyst. Um, you're going to enjoy the rest of this. So let's get right into it. These things. Um, but mental wealth in general was like, it, that's how it actually came to be. I, to, to, and to answer your questions, like all of that, all of that, my life experience like led up to focusing on what I focus on now. Um, and so I want to, I want to dig into this just a little bit because I was just thinking as you were talking that this concept of mental wealth is very much like financial wealth, the concept of financial wealth in the black community. Hmm. There are there are people in the black community that have money. There are some that have a lot of money, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that they're financially wealthy. Uh, there's there's no telling how long that money is going to last. There's no telling if it's going to go to the next generation. There's no telling how broad their investments are. They don't have the concept and the mentality of what wealth really is. Mm -hmm. So in the same way uh, with the entrepreneurs, when it comes to mental wealth, um, there are some people that are doing certain things, but are you finding that from from the study and just from your conversations that there are some who really get mental wealth and know that they have to intentionally take care of themselves or they're using their um what I'll say their 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 time whether it's the Netflix Amazon the, whatever those types of things, almost as I, I'm going to use this as a vacation or an escape 
from from my pressures, but my real focus is my my pressures and my stress of my job? That's a good question. Um, I'd say like much like I think many many of the mindset is still the escape mm-hmm. or doing it to increase productivity at work rather than helping myself as a human. Okay. That's and it's and I think part of that lineage ties back to this whole hustle, sleep when I sleep, sleep when I'll die, when I'm dead right. culture. Um, but yeah, I think you're I think you're you're right. Much in the same vein, it's 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 an education that still needs to take place because there's people there's more at the early end of the awareness before education funnel, if right. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there, but then there's some that are just like that. I'm just in, I'm I'm in awe and learn from um, how they how they generate mental wealth, but also how they think about generational financial wealth. Right. You know? Right. And I think that I mean this type of education is just so it's it's so important for for all of us. Um, you know the financial, of course, but the 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 mental side. Um, I was reading a study back in 2016, um, and this was really talking about mental health, mental illness, as opposed to the wealth side. Mm-hmm. But um, it said that 25% of adults reported some level of mental illness, and over 70% reported at least one sign of stress, um, and some obviously multiple signs, but. I mean that, and again, that's 2016. We've we've had an increase in various things that have caught that are causing stress. So we have just here in this country, and I'm sure around the world, the the bulk of society is dealing with the negative aspects of mental health on a daily basis. And we're using various ways to uh, to deal with that. Some is medication. Some is lashing out. Some, you know, whatever it is. Um, and if there's this much out there, then there's 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 so much opportunity for uh, for conversation and education and and tool sets to help people to not just deal with it, not just maintain, but to shift from a, a mental poverty to a mental health and mental wealth um, mindset. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, and I think one of the things that when you look at, especially in the U.S., um, because that's where we are, um, I think looking even at the concept of stress, um, it's it's most often looked at negatively, which mm-hmm. of course creates negative results. Um, yeah. But even like switching your concept of stress, um, there's a book called The Upside of Stress, which talks about literally the upside of stress. <laughs> like there is good stress. Like you, the, the, the stress of birth, right? Like, right. Like without stress, there is no birth. Um, 
and and in the same kind of boat or the same flow we have this issue in the united states where whether it's research uh um like the research is often uh around like mental health and mental illnesses is often white male centric um and then you link that with like generationally education about you know mental health therapy um or healthcare in general uh is uh especially when you think of like the black community how we've been used as experiments um for all kinds of things you have this kind of all this like generational hot mess if you will <laughs> that helps undermine the education that needs to happen because i got to trust you for you to educate me right um and because of that like now when we truly need it uh there is a small when you think like the the population of people that are certified or that are trained, you know, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, therapists, that whole kind of cohort of professionals, there's a, there's like less than 10% that are like people of color or black. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and like the people like, so if you want to go get help, you can't have somebody that actually is going to be able to help you because they don't understand the context of your life. And quite often don't want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think it's, it, it's, it's, it's a challenge because now in thinking of we're in this, like I, I say we're in the second context of a pandemic. Um, there was pre-pandemic, pandemic, and post-pandemic. Um, the only people that have ever experienced that are the people who've lived through the Spanish flu. Right. Um, and so one of the, like, I saw a study the other day that was um, U.S. only. They did a, um, an examination of 69 million electronic health records, um, all, all, you know, anonymous. So they just look at, like, the data. It wasn't, like, specific to any person. Um, but one of the things out of that 69 million, they pull out, like, 62,000 people who had COVID or had a diagnosis of COVID. And of that 62,000, 62, one in five, so 20%, um, post-diagnosis post of COVID had their first time uh, psychotic event, so anxiety, depression, or whatever. And that's just what they could study right now. Mm -hmm. And so when you think of a post-pandemic world, there's a tsunami that is just building, like building. Yeah. Um, and especially when, even when you listen to scientists and doctors, like we don't have any long-term data on this. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I think of entrepreneurs, the people who are creating the jobs, uh, that impact the communities, um, that's why I focus on entrepreneurs because I'm like, I need to have the entrepreneurs ready for this tsunami. Mm -hmm. Like my goal is like, I need to help them be ready for this tsunami so then they can be ready to have the space and create the space for their employees not just to hire them, but to understand that their employees are going to go through some stuff, whether they right. had COVID or not. Right. Um, so then we can create economies that are different than what got us here. And and you specifically focus on underrepresented founders and underrepresented entrepreneurs. 
Um, yes. Go ahead and, and just uh, speak to that. I've got a couple of other questions, but I, I, I know that that's, that is, that's the area that you are trying to focus on for, for a number of reasons, but go ahead and speak to that. Yeah. So, uh, most often known as underrepresented. Um, I think the new phrase, Arlen Hamilton of uh, Backstage Capital mm-hmm. coined the underestimated because that's really what we are because there's a there's plenty of us. <laughs> we just get shafted from a, the, the current institutionalized systems of racism and sexism and everything. Um, but specifically, I focus on uh, founders who are black, uh, Latinx, people of color, indigenous, uh, women, LGBTQ, uh, disabled, this, 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 and, and, and the intersection and anality of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically because we've been shafted by, we, the system we live in was created by wealthy white men and it really hasn't been changed. It's only been iterated on. And right. so I focus on who I know um, and one of the reasons why I focus on on this uh, our community is because I'm and even more so now because I'm starting to see money finally flow. Like there's plenty of studies on investment dollars or loan dollars not going to us as small business owners and and high growth startup company mm-hmm. owners and makers. Um, and so I'm like, okay, there's plenty of studies on that. But the other side of the coin is if if I was going to invest money, I'd want to know the mental state of the person, right? <laughs> like so, so to me, it's an obvious like like uh, compliment to whatever conversation goes on about money. Um, and in the longer term, is like I I want to I want to help create a different world. I may not be able to see it, but if I can create a world where where we have the tools um, to to rise above and shift the way that things work and having the mental wealth, then I know I've done my part. Like my, my whole goal, like, and I said this aloud for the first time the other day, um, is to 10 years from now be saying, you know, it's with my deepest regret, but also deepest um, sadness, but also even greater happiness that I had, we're doing our last report this year because our report is no longer needed. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've shifted the needle that far um, to where it won't go back to what it used to be. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, you talked about preparing for the tsunami and um, preparation to me uh, means not only awareness, but it also means equipment. It means tools. It means um functional processes and things in order to do that. Uh, it's, it's one thing to say, we know something is coming. Um, it's something completely different to say, not only do I know, but I have shielded up my house. Um, I've raised it up on, on, on cement blocks so that the water is going to go under it and it's not going to be, not, you know, those types of things. Yes. So when it comes to mental wealth, what type of tool sets, um, tools or tool sets, um, do you see? Do you recommend? Do you and and maybe it's just some of those same things that you were talking about that um, that you recognize that the thing that you may be feeling guilty about 
sitting in front of the TV and watching uh, uh, a few episodes of Lost or whatever it is, that that's not abnormal. That you don't have to feel guilty about mm-hmm. it because a hundred other people are doing the same thing and they're successful and they're, you know, they're, you know, so just that type of shift. So what type of tools are there for, for, for people to actually build that mental wealth? Good question. Um, and I love that analogy. Um, and I, I'll start with this, like thinking of the concept of, uh, and the phrase, and it's been worded differently by many folks, but it boils down to you've been who you are longer than who you're trying to be and who you are becoming. Wow. I like that. And understanding that to become and step into who you are becoming fully, um, you have to change the way and the lens with which you view the world. And, and so that's why I think a couple of times through our conversation so far, I've talked about this whole thing of like context and looking at the context of things um, and looking at right now, like any entrepreneur that is trying to get back to, and, and anybody for this, for that matter, but specifically to the, to the entrepreneurs are like, um, if you're trying to get back to normal, stop, don't do that. There is no going back to normal there's the opportunity to create what will become the new normal. And Mm -hmm. in the interim, thinking in in terms of all the pieces are here, much like the, 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 between the caterpillar and the butterfly, it's a protein soup inside the chrysalis. (laughs) Like all the pieces are there and it's really all the same pieces. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so it's, it's taking, um, the, the time to, start to do the work to change how you look at the world and how you look at yourself first and making those internal changes. And then, and then everything is a reflection of that. So your life, your business, um, your relationships. Um, and so from a practical standpoint, it starts with what you're thinking and how you're thinking and how you're, you're viewing the world. And from there, uh, it, it's it's really kind of a number of things that that you can that there is no quick fix. You start to look at what can I do and then do a couple of these. So, for example, um, a great example, a great practice that that I come back to frequently is one I picked up from uh, Natalie Molina Nino from her book Leapfrog. And it's this practice of doing this meditation of like an ideal or perfect day um, in your ideal life or not a perfect day, an ideal day in your ideal life. Um, No holds barred, no restraints, um, no judgment. It's like, what do you really want in your life? Like I wake up in the morning, I'm next to my partner. I go make my partner coffee or tea or I go out and do my own thing. Like you walk through this very detailed day. Um, and once you get that down, then you look at what your life look like right now and what is your business plans looking like right now? Um, and if your current business and business plan and vision doesn't match up, then you need to change it because your ideal life is you're kind of like your North star. Um, and, and then like another practice is, is therapy, right? Therapy is, 
is important and it's different from talking with your 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 spouse or your partner or your close friends or your pastor like it's different um and it's not just for bad times it's not just when you're challenged it's like you go on a regular basis it's like you build up this muscle to be able to have these conversations and 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 perspective shifting and often Mm -hmm. um so you start to create a budget for that even if you're like beautiful thing like even here in oregon like if you're on oregon health plan um uh, going to therapy or counselor is like included in your plan and it's like no cost so even if you don't have any money um or very little money you can like at least start to like create this on a kind of a much like with back to your parallel with financial wealth the whole practice of saving, like even if you can only save an extra $5 this month, you're building up the habit of doing it. Right. right. Um, and then I think some more things are like, get, get more sleep. Uh, it, like unless you're like parents, okay, you have a different world um, because you try to get as much sleep as possible. And then kids, <laughs> kids in many ways kind of dictate your sleeping schedule, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> But get as much sleep as you can because the human body is designed to sleep. That's when our that's when like our systems filter out like toxins. That's when like our subconscious like processes things and and gets things kind of right for our conscious mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yes, there's times when you may have to pull all nighters or or something's coming up like. If you were part of a political campaign here in the U.S., you know, because we're what only a, you know, uh, eleven days out from the the election, mm-hmm. more often than not, you probably only got like two or three hours of sleep in the right. last days of the election. It, that's make it an anomaly, not the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, drink more water. Our bodies are, I mean, like when I say more water, try to drink at least a, like half a gallon to a gallon of water a day. Um, actual water, not tea, not Kool-Aid, not, not sparkling water, <laughs> not flavored water, like straight out the tap or like, I got a Brita. Yeah. I have a Brita, like a real world example. So I have um, like a 32 ounce or like a 500 milliliter, 600 milliliter um, mason jar. Mm-hmm. Mason jars are lo- loved here in Portland. Like, yep. so, so just get a post-it note or have a whiteboard or in your journal or on a scrap piece of paper each day, wake up, create like six little boxes, fill up your thing. And I drink and, and I try to check off all six boxes on the days. I don't, I don't beat myself up. I go tomorrow. I'll do better. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. Um, uh, another thing is humans, but if you look at like any civilization throughout history, Majority of civilizations throughout history and humans, there's some form of music or beat or drum or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, knowing that is that's a part of the DNA of humanity, then create a playlist. Create a playlist using CDs or Spotify, whatever server, however you listen to music or however you can consume music. Mm-hmm. Um do that. Like I have a playlist that's um, it's my 20, my 2020 playlist. Okay. Um, and for the last couple of years, what I've done is 
at the start of the year, like I delete all my playlists. I use Spotify as my core music service. Mm-hmm. Um, I delete all my playlists um, except for the like songs playlist. Yeah. And I start the year. <clears throat> I start the year with uh, a blank one that says like, for example, this year is like my 2020 playlist. And as I hear songs um, or either remember songs that kind of stuck, have stuck with me, um, as I hear songs, I add them to the playlist. Mm-hmm. So right now I maybe have like 40, 40 to 50 songs and we're in November, but I have no number goal. I'm like, oh my God, I have to have a hundred songs. Um, no, I just have like, so every day I just hit play and it's on shuffle. So I don't know what song is going to play. But I know mm-hmm. whatever song's gonna play is a song I need to hear. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> you know, and, and and they just I just have that that go-to playlist. You mm-hmm. can have a playlist for like the kids are stressing me out, or my co-founder is a is a butt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, or um, I need to to hammer through this list of to-dos or emails or return client, you know, customer service calls or or, or, or emails, you have you create the list because then you play the list and that's the mindset you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the last one, a last kind of thing to do, um, or two, um, one is to audit your time and audit your time to see what you're doing versus your ideal life, mm-hmm. right? And like, are you like, yes, you watch Netflix, but are you watching too much? Or are you watching it to numb out and escape? Or are you watching it for the entertainment? Because there's two different two different things, um, and, and 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 so once you audit your time, then you can start looking at how you can block out your time. Right. Um, for example, I think we talked about this. I have um, uh, Wednesdays are my day to uh, have deep work, so I typically have no meetings on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. which means I can do a lot of deep work or, I, or if I'm not feeling it, I can do absolutely nothing. Like I, it's up to me, up to, up to that version of me at that point in time. Um, and on my schedule, like I have my, the beginning of my weeks are Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So this would be my Saturday right now would be compared to what most people call Monday. Okay. Um, because time, time is a, a I'll say man-made because some dude probably did it or stole the idea from a woman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, If if time is a man-made construct, then I'm going to construct it how I want it for my life. Mm -hmm. And, and and we teach people how to interact with us. So instead of saying, Oh yeah, reach out to me anytime. Like, Nope. How about X, Y, and Z dates, X, Y, and Z times. Um, and instead of like responding to a text really quickly, you don't have to respond to that. You can respond to the text when you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's it from because it doesn't matter unless, unless it's nine, like nine one one, like I need help immediately. Somebody's going to die kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love your, yeah. your, your email auto response that just oh, says, yeah. says, this is how I am managing my day, my time, just so you know, you know, I will respond, but it's going to be in my time. It's not going to be in yours. And that's not a, it's not a diss to the person. It is saying that my time is valuable. And, um, and that's, it's a hard lesson for people to learn, but once they do, it's so freeing. 
Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm, I'm glad you received it that way because that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually I picked that up from like when I have like again going back to no idea ideas aren't original. It's how you use them. And so Amy Jo Martin, phenomenal entrepreneur um, and just human, uh, she posted that like two years ago. My autoresponder has been on for almost two years, mm-hmm. um, and I changed what it says. Uh, you know, when I say change, and I. I run businesses like like I have my autoresponder was on when I had a client this summer, 400 person tech company. They're in three countries. But I say that like they got my autoresponder, like the per- mm-hmm. my my contact got that. Um, but there was uh, and it changes. And an example of changing when I started, I had my phone number on there mm-hmm. um, and I started getting texts and calls from sales folks, not dissing sales folks, but I'm like. That's not how I want them to interact with me. Right. And so I took my number off. And so if you mm-hmm. have my number, you have my number. If the, if the, if the nuance. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, and again, that is, that is so important because care for self is, is, and especially during this time, and we were going into the holidays and I'm I'm starting to see this on Twitter. I'm starting to see the the people posting notices. You know, suicide is not the answer. You know, make sure that people are are taken care of because the level of I have to be everything for everybody else during this time goes way up. I have to be nothing for myself goes way down, and that level of discord causes uh, just some of the wrong things. It causes the wrong mental health issues. It causes the wrong reaction to things. And we end up with, uh, with people in, in tragic situations when this should be the, you know, the, the happiest time for people, this should be the time when you're celebrating with family and everything. And, and people come away feeling, more lonely, more stressed, more tired, more uh, out of touch. Um, so, so all of these things are are really good. I want to just take a couple of minutes and um, uh, again, thank you so much for coming on. This has been absolutely great. I, I've learned so much, and I have fifty million other questions <laughs> that I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, over coffee or over Twitter or whatever. Um, but, uh, just a couple of quick things. One, what's on, what's next on the horizon for you? What's immediately next for me? Uh, no, I would say not immediate. It, it flows like this. Um, one, um, help my body get prepared for the marathon training that I'm doing. Um, because for many reasons, I I do it more for, it's more for giving me something that's grounded that I can control. And you're Um, talking literal marathon, not some conceptual marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Literal marathon. marathon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then layering on that, um, adjusting my budget to increase my budget for therapy, um, Mm -hmm. because it's a line item in my business, uh, budget. Um, and then continuing the work on so we're 
um, pulling together the team and the partners for the Founder Mental Wealth 2020 report, um, in which we'll dive deeper, um, qu both quantitatively and qualitatively, we'll see how this works out, but qualitatively through stories and interviews, um, and talking about depression, anxiety, um, socioeconomic um, parts of the, the entrepreneur's life in the US, the mm -hmm. UK, the EU, and the Nordics. Um, so okay. Nordics being like Scandinavia, Norway, mm -hmm. Finland, um, right. for people who are, are listening. Um, and so securing those the funding partnerships so I can pay some awesome underestimated entrepreneurs to um, help me complete the, the report. Um, and looking into next year, this the, the report sets up um, from a business perspective, it's, it's setting up me to be able to do trainings um, that are online and I've always wanted to do online trainings and I have always have done for, for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, but also um, looking at getting uh, government funding um, in the US, they have this program. It's a little tidbit that a lot of especially underrepresented and underestimated entrepreneurs don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, there's a program called the SBIR and STTR. So mm -hmm. Small Business um, Innovation Research and Small Business Technology like Transfer Research. Um, and it's like three to two to two and a half, three billion dollars every year is allocated um, to small businesses to either work to, to figure out like the right path to starting a business. Um, or working with the university, our universities to transfer technology to 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 start a business. The, the end goal is starting a business, but all okay. of this funding is grant funding, so there is no dilution of your ownership. Um, and so, for me, and talking with my the people that I on, on my team, that this survey and the report set me up even better to be better positions for the, for those companies. Um, and I think the other part of it on the horizon is I know we have the holidays, but it's staying, it's, it's staying in. Like I was supposed to go do Thanksgiving with friends. Nope. Because the, the governor just said two more weeks. And I think it's actually four more weeks for Multnomah County. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, cool. I, I'm comfortable with that because as my dad said, hard head makes a soft butt. We had hard heads in, in the spring. We collectively as a community, like yeah. we are the sum of our everyone, um, had hard heads and and nationally, um, all yeah. the way up to the you know the executive office, mm -hmm. um, had hard heads. So now we gotta have soft now you got a soft butt. And I know yeah. corporal punishment and whatever, but that's the whole concept. If you if you didn't listen, now you gotta learn a lesson. Yeah. And so when I do go out, I'll be masking up. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and then I'll be connecting with people on Zoom and and people internationally, because I got to feed my international, like, uh, fill up my international cup since I can't travel. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, um, the thing we don't talk about, saving as much money as possible. Like, yeah. cutting down my expenses, saving as much money as possible, and then checking on my friends. Yeah. Um, all great things. Um, and and I, I do appreciate um, just the, the last piece that you were talking about, because there's when when we talk about self-care and self-health and, and and mental wealth for myself, um, 
a lot of times it can seem selfish and a lot of times people will take it as selfish. I got to get mine. I got to, you know, forget you. I'm going to do what's right for me. Mm -hmm. But really when it comes down to it, uh, the difference between having on the financial side, the difference between having money and being wealthy is my ability to, to interact globally as opposed to just personally. And so it's the same way, uh, it's the same way personally and relationally that if I am, if I am wealthy mentally and emotionally, then that means that I have the right state of mind for the people around me. So, you know, I, I, I may be healthy as a horse. I'm still going to mask up for your sake. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Anthony, thank you again so much. Um, if if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to to find you? I'll give them like actually two ways, and one way will help them help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on social. I'm on LinkedIn, but the best way to connect with me is on Twitter or Instagram for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and on both Twitter and Instagram, I'm at the Anthony Ware. So that's um, the at sign, um, T H E A N T H O N Y W A R E. Uh, again, that's the at sign and then it's T H E Anthony Ware. Um, and the thing that can help them help themselves, uh, is, and you may put this in your show notes, but it, it, it send me an email. Um, so you can see my, Excuse me. So you can see my autoresponder mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and and use my autoresponder as a template. Template. Mm, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. And and craft it to how you want it. And, and that will and set set it up. And the hardest part will be you creating the boundary for yourself. Right. Um, but set your autoresponder and give it the next ninety days. Mm-hmm. and and doing so and it's not so i can get your email i'm like i want you to see my email and you can put the the breakdown of it and i'm just this quick mini lesson is the breakdown is i want you to be able to look at your life and what do people ask about the most and then what do you want to highlight about yourself or what do you want to highlight about other people mm-hmm. and put that in your autoresponder and that's it it's great information, and we will have all of this information in the show notes. Um, uh, Anthony Ware, um, founder, entrepreneur, toilet cleaner, all around <laughs> great guy. Um, if you if you get a chance to to interact with him, uh, whether you do it directly or you're just uh, kind of in the background. I see everything that you write on Twitter. I may not respond to everything, but I see everything that you write and you respond to. And, um, and I, I appreciate the, the, the conversations that we've had. I appreciate what you bring to the, the founder community, but also just what you bring to people. And I think that this concept of mental wealth is, um, it really is brown, uh, groundbreaking, and I think it's the it is the type of good that we need in our communities because 
like you said, uh, the people who are small business owners, founders, uh, they are the foundation for what is going to happen in our communities. And so keeping them healthy and keeping them strong is, um, is really key. So again, thank you, Anthony. Um, I appreciate your time. Thank you, Kenneth. All right. Take care. All right. You too. You have been listening to the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Special thanks to Bled John for the theme music. Tune in next time for more stories of the good happening in our community. Have a great day and remember, don't let evil overwhelm you, but overcome evil with good.